Hello beautiful, yes you, you're beautiful. Welcome to another episode of Lighthouse with Omo Jason. My name is Tululoko, you can also call me Omo Jason. So how have you been? I hope you have been good and I'm excited about the month of October. So yes, we are in the month of October and it's just let me November and December for the year 2020 to come to an end. Wow, thank God. And yes, I'm particularly excited about the month of October. Maybe because it's my birth month, birth month also, but I don't know. I'm really excited about the month of October. So yes, we are still on lessons, but don't worry, just calm down. And final episode of lessons. And I'm so excited. I mean, we've done lessons part one, part two, and finally, we are in the final episode of lessons. And I hope you've learned one or two things. So... Today we'll be looking at the last five lessons in the 22 lessons from the book Redeeming Love by Francine Rivers. So yes, don't worry, it's not yes, we've done 17 so far. Wow, thank God for the progress, thank God for the journey. So, yes, let's get right into the last five lessons. So the 18th lesson is the fact that you need to learn to help other people. Mm. help other people and one thing is the fact that you're not sometimes you know we should not just base it on helping people when it is very 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 convenient there are sometimes there are times where you need to inconvenience yourself a little for the good of others so if you're in the capacity to do good please do so and you know the word of god in romans chapter 5 verse 5 says that and hope make it not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given to us. So it makes us to understand that, you know, we can't even love by our own selves. So like who can teach us to love if not love it, if not love himself? I mean, it's the word of God makes us to understand that God is love. So yes, the Holy Spirit gives us the capacity to love. Like, I don't know which, if we try to do it on our own name or more. <laughs> We'll just, we'll just get burnt out, we'll be frustrated, we'll be tired, and we'll not even, like, it's just in the same circle, so I pray the Holy Spirit helps us to love. And also in Galatians chapter 6 verse 9, it helps us to understand that let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And then there are times it feels like I'm always helping other people and they just act one kind one kind at the end. But we don't help other people because we want to receive favors, but we help other people because it's an instruction that God has given us to actually help people, to actually love people. And remember in the last episode we learned that we will not only love with our words, we'll also love with our actions. And then also in first um Thessalonians chapter five verse eleven in TPC version it says because of this encourage the heart of your fellow believers and support one another just as you just as you have already been doing so we should learn to support people with our words and our actions in the way we treat people we should learn to help people we should learn to do good to people and then on this lesson i'll go to colossians chapter 3 verse 12 to 14 in the message version ah, i really love this scripture it says so chosen by god for this new life of love 
yes so we are still unloved dress in the wardrobe god picked out for you isn't it amazing that god has a wardrobe picked out for us and yes so the content in the wardrobe include compassion kindness humility quiet strength discipline the word of the word of god goes further to tell us that be even tempered content with second place quick to forgive and offense forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you regardless of what else you put on wear love it says put on love your all-purpose garment never be without it so amazing never be without it so yes if you are going to put on love wear love as our all-purpose garment then will actually help other people do good to others so the 19th lesson here is the fact that the main substance is good so in the book you know we are still continuing okay so let me just you the part that happened in the book so michael hosiah the okay one of the main characters so his wife was looking at him as such a good person and she was beginning to look at him like an idol that kind of thing and he just told her he said see um i'm not a savior like guy i'm just a tool so it makes us to understand that god is the savior and we human beings we are just tools or vessels so yes no matter how good a person is amazing as the person is just on point like that that person is always just there and all that never look as never never we should not get to that point where we look at a human being as the ultimate the ultimate person is god god is the main thing so Although there will be a balance to this thing because I know that even in this, there's still the place of honor. So, we'll not say because you know, human beings are not the ultimate, we'll not give honor to whom honor is, you know, we'll still give room for honor, but you know, there'll be a balance to this thing. So, the next scripture in um, Okay, sorry. The next lesson, the 19th lesson is purpose. So in the book, eh, everything that Michael did, he had he had a purpose for doing all the things he did. He didn't, he didn't just do things because he felt like he didn't just do things because um he just wanted to do it. He had a purpose for actually doing everything. And brings us to the fact that, yes, we all have a purpose. Even though, yes, the common aim is actually to know God, to know Jesus, and to make him known. However, we have various roles to play, just like the body. The every part of the body functions to ensure the um, proper functioning or, or the, the proper yeah, functioning of the body. But every organ or every every organ yes or every part of the body has the various roles that it play. For instance, the eyes helps to see, the ears help to in hearing, the legs help in movement, walking. You know, so the okay the internal organs like the kidneys, the um, spleen, the liver, they all have their various functions. So imagine if the kidney will not come and say see i don't want to help in formation of urine again i want to help to be seen i want to become i like how now how so everybody has their parts to play and you should be diligent and faithful in your own parts if you are i be faithful dear if you are hand be faithful dear don't put your eye in another person's game in another person's um would i say um in another person's space or another person's way of fulfilling purpose of of making god known for some people it could be singing if you've been called to do that do it faithfully for some people it could be writing for some people it could be acting for some people people it could be speaking so for some people it could be their music for some people they will even be underground you will not really hear them for some people it could even be welfare whatever it is you've been you've been called to do just do it well we all have the aim which is to know jesus and to make him known so we should just you know 
we all have an aim that we are working towards so in whatever office we've been called to do you know even the word of god makes us understand that for some they've been called to be pastor for some evangelists for some teachers for some you know so there are various um, offices in the body of christ but we have the same goal and we have the same master which is jesus and then also the thing is you can also you can only find your purpose in christ and there's an order for which it goes in that you find christ after finding christ then you're able to find purpose i mean god has a blueprint for our lives in fact he wrote the script so who else can you know tell you your role better than the one who wrote the script he's not he's, he's watching everything so he, he wrote the script and also in jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 it makes us understand that for i know the plans i have towards you plans of good and not of evil to give you a purpose and a future to give you the to give you a purpose and a future so we should know that um god has a plan for us he knows what he wants of us and we should learn to follow him duly so the more you work with god he would help you to know the things he has called you to be there'll be an unfeeling and also in ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 in the amplified version it says for we are god's own handiwork his workmanship recreated in christ jesus born and new that we may do good works with god predestined for us that is planned beforehand so the things god has called us to do he already planned it beforehand he already knows the things he has called us to do so you you don't know you've not it's not like we've come to this life before we've not so the one who has predestined who has planned it before is the best person that can tell you what he has planned and also it goes further to say that for us taking part for him for us taking part which he prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them living the good life which he arranged which he pre-arranged sorry and made ready for us to live so it says for us taking for us taking part which he prepared ahead of time so there's a path that god has already prepared for each and every one of us ahead of time and you need to walk with him you need to actually stay in communication with him you need to have a relationship with him so he's able to tell you okay this is the path i've planned for you and i planned it be ahead of time for you and you know when you walk in them then you, then you are able to live the good life and you are able to do the things which he has called you to do and then also um, it is important to know that you can only find true and complete satisfaction or fulfillment in jesus any other one is just ephemeral it will is only for a while but true satisfaction complete satisfaction satisfaction that will not just fade away in the twinkle of an eye is only found in jesus and yes to buttress the fact that we have one in which is to know jesus and to make him known in mark chapter 16 verse 15 he says go and preach the gospel to every creature so we've all been called to preach it's not only for pastors it's not only for people in evangelism team everybody has been called to preach and when it comes to preaching it doesn't mean that you must have read the whole bible from genesis to revelation even if you tell someone god loves you even if it's a word of encouragement so long as you know you you you, you talk about jesus not just tell them about jesus it doesn't have to be something high highfalutin and the lord gives us grace in jesus name so the next lesson here is raising godly seeds raising godly seeds so in proverbs in proverbs chapter 22 verse 6 it says train up a child in the way he should go and when he's old he will not depart from it so we should learn to you know raise up our children in the way of god as parents you are god's nanny but the thing is it's very it's very funny because in as much as you are god's nanny but the best person that can still help you to raise godly seeds and to raise your children the way he wants you to raise them is still god because if you actually look at it for instance let's say i have a child and her name is deborah i've not come to this life before and i've never been deborah's mother before so the best person that knows 
that has the blueprint for Deborah's life and knows what he wants of her and that can help me to train her well is still God. So God helps people. And I pray that God helps us, you know, to have godly seeds, to raise godly seeds in Jesus' name. Amen. So for the 21st lesson, the second to the last lesson, the lesson here is um, there's a process of rebirthing or unveiling. There's a process of rebirthing in which there is unveiling. Excuse me. So sometimes when God is working on on a person or when God is working on us, there is death before life there is death before life we don't just get to that point where god is working on us and we just voila we've arrived and we just get to that point where god wants us to be there is a process of death before life he kills self in us and he pours himself into you he will he will kill every form of self he will, as in your desire it will vanish like you know how it will god will turn into ashes or yes ashes and blades into after the ocean after that now you cannot find it again so God will break you. He will break you, then remold you into who He has, you know, into what He wants you to be. So, you, so you are fit for His use. There is an unveiling, and also in this process of rebirth or rebirthing, this process of rebirthing, there is an unveiling that occurs. And in the unveiling, there is no unveiling without revelation. So, in the revelation, there's revelation about who God is. There's revelation about who you are. There's revelation about your identity in God. There's revelation about who God is. So there is an unveiling in the process of rebirthing. In fact, in, there, there is there is no um, rebirthing or call without unveiling. So um, in the book, when um, Duke found Angel again, an angel was sort of confused that ah, god help me for this matter i don't even know how to because i really don't want to go back into prostitution and god began to reveal himself to her when god be- began to reveal himself to, to her few moments after that she gave her life to christ there was an unfeeling she began to she, she now knew what god had called her to do and in isaiah chapter and yes you, you might say ah this process of rebirth is it for me no matter how bad i've been hmm idea it is for everybody another name of god is jehovah mekodishkin which means the god who sanctifies it means the god who sanctifies in Leviticus chapter 20 verse 8 it says and you shall keep my statutes and perform them i'm the god who sanctifies you it means it also means i'm the god who cleanses you so no matter how bad it is no matter what it is you've done in this process of rebirthing, in this process of unveiling, ah, Jehovah my Kodishkin, he's the one who sanctifies, he's the one who cleanses. So yes, there is nothing beyond, um, there is nothing beyond repair with God. There is no situation, no matter how you can say, no, do you know what I've done? No matter what you've done, <laughs> no matter what you've done, you know past God, he's not more than him. And also in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18, in the NLT version, it says, Come now, let's settle this, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, I will make them as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, I will make them as white as wool. So there is nothing. God is always ever ready, you know, to accept you, to cleanse you, to redeem you. And when you do that, the more you surrender yourself to God, he will reveal who he is to you. The more God reveals who he is to you, the more you begin to know who you are and then also in john chapter 14 verse 6 it says jesus is the way the truth 
and the life jesus is the way the truth and the life and then also in um in in second corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 it says um in amplified version it says and all of us as with unveiled face because we continue to behold in the word of god as in a mirror so the word of god is like a mirror okay let me let me let me read the whole scripture before i explain it it says and all of us as with unveiled face because we continue to behold on the word of god as in a mirror the glory of the lord are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in ever increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another for this comes from the lord who is the spirit Oh, so beautiful, so profound. It says that, you know, the word of God is a mirror. Is a mirror. So the more you study it, you are you are transfigured into the very image of God. The more you are transfigured into the very image of God, you will no longer see yourself as your mistakes or your past. You begin to see yourself as God sees you. So also in the process of unveiling, the process of, re- of rebirthing, in the, in the whole reborn process and all of that, you need to surrender everything to God. You cannot, um, this process, in this process of rebirthing, you actually need to surrender to God like completely, like totally, without looking back. And then also, in the story, in John chapter 4, the story of the Samaritan woman who God met at the well, you know, God was like, can I have water? And Jesus was telling her, ah, can I have water to drink? And she was like, I'm a Samaritan, so why are you asking me for water? You? And he was like, okay, that, and that if you know who asked you for water, eh? You, you won't even go through all this process and also my father to tell her how that him he can give her water that she will drink and she will not taste anymore but at the end of it then there was an unveiling in her you know she didn't just beyond um, Jesus telling her that I know the husband you are with is not your husband in fact no the man you are with currently is not your husband he she she realized that oh I can be an evangelist and people will be like ah uh, ah uh. But he did not see that part of the story. But hello, she went, she she left her well. Imagine that kind of woman who came to the well in the I think it was in the in the afternoon in the afternoon when people much people were not there. You don't know maybe she even came out because she was like, I they already know see I have plenty of husband, so I sleep with people that are not my husband. I don't want anybody to come and embarrass me. Anyhow, she went at a time when people were not really at the well and she dropped her pockets she ran to the city to go and tell people come and meet this man that i just met he told me about the things i've done come and meet him come and see him so she there was an unveiling that okay beyond my flaws and also evangelized and she went to do it too she went to call people people came and then also in john chapter 5 i think verse 1 to 42 it says we not only believe him because of what you told us we only we also believe him because of what we've seen imagine see, see how see how she went to gather people so in the process of rebirth in the process of reborn there's unveiling and then the whole unveiling process you know there's a revelation of who god is and who you are i mean your identity in god so the final lesson oh i'm so excited so for the 22nd lesson it says god's the 22nd lesson is um god's love is unconditional Hmm. god's love is unconditional god doesn't love us because 
we, we don't do we don't do we don't do we don't do bargain with god that's okay god you love me eh? because i pray i read my bible 28 hours in a day or three hours in a day no god loves everybody and he loves us unconditionally God is love and there is nothing like nothing we can ever do that can separate us from the Father's love. And then also in Romans chapter 8 verse 37 to 39, it says yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other thing created shall be able to separate us from the love of god which is in christ jesus our lord so nothing can separate us from the love of god which also takes us to the parable of the lost sheep it takes us deep to the parable of the lost sheep where the shepherd you know can leave he left the 99 to look for that one lost sheep you are that lost sheep there is a song that says, There's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. Oh, the overwhelming, never ending, reckless love of God. And it says, Oh, he chases me down. Fight still, I'm found. And he leaves the 99. He leaves the 99 just for you. That's how deep, that's how genuine, that's how sincere God's love is. God loves you. Ah, he would die for you a million times and over. He would die for you again and again. If God's love is unconditional, he's the one that loves you without looking back. He loves you irrespective of however you are. Ah, God loves you. He's, he's, the, he's the ever dependable person and also in the parable of the prodigal son the father not only rejoiced at the coming back of his lost son you know the son just decided one day he said father give me all my property i don't do i'm leaving your house i'm a big boy you know i got this and he just regard nothing you know we know we know even got it the person that got it is god he said i'm leaving your house you know i just want to be on my own it's okay and then he just went to he went after he he suffered very well he said oh come on i'll be father i'll, try, I'll rather be a servant in my father's house and go back so he finally came back home and imagine after he went to the son you know you expect the father to be like okay what what are you coming here will you get out of my compound no shall we you took all your property no that was, not the, that was not what the father did but the father rejoiced at the coming of his son and clothed him with a rope which also signified um, you know royalty so i want to let you know that you are royalty you are god's own there is nothing you can ever do that will make the father love you less you are engraved in the palm of the of, of god's arm you know in um song of solomon chapter 4 verse 7 it makes us to understand that god says you are beautiful there is no flaw in you you are perfect like perfect is your beauty god says you are his best friend in isaiah chapter 49 verse 16 it says look in easy to read version it says look i have written your name on my hand i always see the walls of your city in my mind god's love for us is forgiving it's unchanging it's everlasting it's self-sacrificing until you understand the father's love for you and wholeheartedly come to terms with it no manner of love would ever be enough for you it's only the it's only the father's love that can truly satisfy you won't really understand 
say you won't really understand it when others are talking about love till you understand the father's love and i and i and i and i indulge you that you should open your heart to actually receive the father's love you know god's love is more than him giving you gifts or or, or, or mere sweet words it's it's you know it's more than what causes you to just have butterflies in your belly and all of that no love is god the word of god says god is love only god can teach you to receive love and also dispense love the right way let god pour himself into you let him overwhelm you with his love and so with this we finally come to the end of lessons i hope you've been blessed so let's hear what the prayer thank you holy spirit for the lessons we've learned we pray that god you would overwhelm us with your love and if this lessons we've learned will not just be hearers but will also be doers of the word in jesus name amen and if you're listening and you've not given your life to christ just say this word of prayer after me lord jesus i thank you for coming to die for me i accept you as my lord and personal savior please wash me of please cleanse me of my sins and from now hence but i pray that i i choose to have a beautiful relationship with you i pray that you take me deep in you you teach me your word you reveal yourself to me all of this i pray in jesus name amen so if you've said this word of prayer i welcome you to the house with the faith we love you i love you sincerely love you and i pray that you find the bible believing church and i pray that you grow and grow and grow strong in god so if you have for reviews or feedbacks please send them to lighthouse or mojiso at gmail.com and so till the next episode once the next episode is out i'll definitely let you know so have a beautiful 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 october thank you